Burgers are best fresh from the grill. Well, more specifically, burgers with Hellman's Real Mayonnaise. It's so rich and creamy that it instantly makes any burger irresistible. And what backyard barbecue is complete without some potato salad? Not just any potato salad, of course. Potato salad highlights the rich, creamy goodness of Hellman's Real Mayonnaise. So if you want to take your barbecue season to the next level, stock up on Hellman's Real Mayonnaise. For great recipe ideas, visit hellmans.com. They say every dog has its day, but when you're Lulu and your parents drive a Camry, every day is your day. The roomy rear seat is the perfect, whoa, is that the dog park? Backseat besties, it's a Camry vibe. The all-new, all-hybrid Camry. Toyota, let's go places. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. Today on NFL Fantasy Live, the Cowboys had quite the scare last night, and the Skins snuck one out in OT. Could the return of Romo's back problems spell big trouble for Big D? Plus, you're only one waiver wire move away from turning your season around. See which guys our experts say can take your squad to the next level. And we're at the midway point of the season, so it's time to hand out some hardware. Find out who fans voted Fantasy Rookie of the Year and Best Waiver Wire Pickup. NFL Fantasy Live starts now. Welcome to NFL Fantasy Live, the official fantasy football show of the NFL. Matt Money Smith here with the Admiral Akbar Waja B. Amelia and the Hoff. Michael Fabiano. Remember, you can always join the conversation by following us on Twitter at NFL Fantasy. It's Tuesday, and I always appreciate opening the show with your number one waiver wire target, Fabs and Akbar, because I always forget. And then Wednesday comes around, and I wake up, and I realize I didn't send Santa my list, and I got no presents, and it's all just a big disaster. So help me well, out. Remind me. You're going to appreciate this one, because yep. as a fan of college football, right, you're going to want to talk about a guy who is a star in college. He was a star at a different position, though. Denard Robinson, a college quarterback who is now a running back in the National Football League. In the last two weeks, he has been phenomenal, rushing for over 100 yards in both games. And he did it last week against a pretty tough Dolphins run defense. They're very good against the run, typically on the road. Right now, Robinson is a free agent in over 80% of NFL.com leagues. We have six teams on a bye coming up in Week 9. So Shoelace all of a sudden has flex starter value, maybe even an RB2 in if some If I leagues. am awarded Denard Robinson, am I starting him against the Cincinnati Bengals in Cincinnati? Well, that really depends on what your running back situation yeah. looks like. But it's not a good matchup. Right. But he's going to see yeah, the Maybe carries. he breaks one for that 60, 65 sure. yards. Gets me a few uh, seven, eight points. Akbar, number one waiver wire target. It has to be Brandon LaFell. I mean, you know, with the success for Rob Gronkowski, Rob Gronkowski's been balling. So that means defenses really have to commit a lot of attention to Rob Gronkowski to stop him. You're going to get a lot of one-on-one matchups. But what you notice here against the Chicago Bears, you had a lot of the defense where they were playing off on Brandon LaFell. And when you play off on Brandon LaFell, you can imagine – 
that Tom Brady sees a big target. I mean, he targeted him 11 times against the Bears, so that's a lot of production there. But not only that, he's got the physical nature to be able to get off if they try to press him. I think Brandon LaFell is going to continue to put up big numbers like he did against Kansas City, Buffalo, and then again in Chicago. Another one of those big-bodied SEC receivers. You know what I noticed when I watched uh, the Patriots take on the Bears? What was that? The Bears defense is terrible. All right, uh, we'll have <laughs> plenty <too>. more <laughs> waiver wire targets later in the show. But for now, we throw it over to Marcus Grant and Adam Rank. Thanks, Money. We're getting you caught up with all the latest news and notes from around the National Football League. We will get started in Cincinnati, where star wide receiver A.J. Green told Stacey Dales on Sunday that he plans to play against the Jacksonville Jaguars in Week 9. However, on Monday, head coach Marvin Lewis was a little bit wishy-washy about it. He says, eh, we'll see how things go this week. So, Rank, if Green does actually play, what do you do with Mohamed Sanu? Oh, those coaches, the Decepticons. But if I have Mohamed Sanu, I would certainly continue to play him because I'm not confident that Green's going to come out and be that stud receiver that we've expected him to be when we drafted him very early in drafts. So keep Sanu in there. At least if Green is on the field, they have to pay attention to him, which is key. Yeah, Sanu's been fantastic. Yeah, he's been great. It's hard to sit him at this point. Absolutely. And again, six teams on a bye. Six teams on a bye. You're going to hear that a lot today. (laughs) Monday, Jets head coach Rex Ryan named Michael Vick the starter for Week 9 against the Chiefs. The move sends 2013 second-round pick Geno Smith to the bench. It's hard to be a Geno Smith lookalike nowadays. (laughs) Smith has thrown just seven (laughs) touchdowns this season compared to ten interceptions. So who do you think benefits the most on this Jets roster from this? I'm going to say, oh, from the Jets roster. I was going to (laughs) say Chiefs defense. They're the ones looking sweet about that. You know, it's tough because I think of Michael Vick, and he was somebody who could not thrive in Chip Kelly's offense, and anybody, it seems, could play quarterback for the Eagles except for him. So going forward, I still believe that Percy Harvin is going to be a guy that you have to reckon with. They want to see what they got. They got to put the ball in his hands at some point, and now you've got some explosive playmakers out there. I don't know if that is the formula for something that can be successful, but it should be a little bit more exciting. I'm I'm going Chris Ivory all the way. I just think they feed Chris Ivory because the quarterback position They know what they have. They got to do something. Rex Ryan's got to prove that he's a He's, a, he's, a, he's got a job on the line. Yeah, we all know what they have, and it's not good. <laughs> Some bad news for the St. Louis Rams. On Monday, head coach Jeff Fisher confirmed that wide receiver Brian Quick will miss the rest of the season due to a torn rotator cuff and dislocated shoulder. Quick led the team in receiving yards, so now that he's out, Adam, is there a guy in St. Louis you think can step up in his absence? It's going to be really tough to trust anybody. Tavon Austin is somebody who we just want to be that guy. We want him to step up, but we just haven't seen him. We've seen flashes. There's been moments where he just has is, is looked great. At other times where he just doesn't look like he knows what he's doing on the field, and it's troubling. And it's also troubling too. Hasn't hasn't this franchise had like eighty five picks over the last two and they years? Use like half of them, and under they can't receivers. they can't get a receiver. <laughs> they can't find one. They got That's Aaron amazing. Donald. Their defense is all right, but, but yeah. they can't find a playmaker. The, the receivers anyway. are a mess. The running backs are a mess. Just just give the ball away. to Trey Mason like sixty times, and, and let let's call go. it a day. Let him go. Some good news for the Panthers. On Monday, Ron Rivera told the media he expects running back D'Angelo Williams to play Thursday night against the Saints. Williams has been sidelined since week four because of an ankle injury, but is still owned in more than 60% of leagues. So do you trust starting him on Thursday night? I love D'Angelo. We hung out at WrestleMania 30, but you know what? He's not starting on my fantasy team, even though he is returning to New Orleans. I can't do it. I, I understand, you know, with, with him and Jonathan Stewart splitting time, it's just it's too dicey on a Thursday night. I'm just going to say, you know what? You guys have a great game. I'm going to have you on the bench still. Because if you start him, it means Cam Newton's going oh to have all of God. the rushing it touchdowns. It never works out for All you. of them. Whatever, I guarantee you, whoever you start, it'll be wrong. It'll be somebody else. For more now, we'll throw it back to Money and the Guys. 
And more means an NFC showdown between the Redskins and Cowboys on Monday night. So to the highlights, Colt McCoy back home, Tony Romo in the second here, first and goal from the five. Des Bryant fights his way in. What a catch second and what an effort. effort to what get in. What a catch and what a stretch. Dallas up 7-3. Redskins, though, would have an answer. Let's go first that. and goal in the third. Alfred Morris gets Alfred the ball. Morris always scores against the Cowboys, always. He punches it in from five yards out, 10-7, now skins on top. Cowboys driving third and 11, and this is a bad one. Romo hit Ooh. by Keenan Robinson. He injures his back. He was down for a while, That's taken to the locker room for an evaluation, but he would return. In his absence, though, Brandon Wheaton takes over. First and 10 on the 43, gives it to Murray, who does the rest. A 51-yard gain. That is 5.1 Murray fantasy is points. Murray just in the zone this season. There's no stress for Brandon Wheaton when you have a running back like DeMarco Murray. Just they, hand it off to 2-9. They kick a field goal to tie the game. couple plays later, now third and goal. McCoy keeps Whoa, it. Oh, McCoy calling his own number. I got it, coach. Seven-yard touchdown run. His parents are happy. All of his former teammates in the stands are happy. He to how to celebrate. Washington up 17-10. Dallas, though return serve. How about Jason Witten? Busted coverage. Where has he been this season? He gets into the end zone. 8.5. I'm right here, Fabs. I'm right here. <laughs> fantasy points on that particular play. 13 on the night, and we go to overtime. Redskins win the toss. They get the ball. First and 10. McCoy, Jordan Reed. This, now, this is, is a great adjustment. Play. Great a play. Look at the way Colt McCoy directing traffic there for Jordan Reed. Great ball placement. Only I can't watch the touch on that pass. Uh, leads to a field goal. Here we go. Dallas trying to keep it going. Fourth and three. Oh, wow. And yeah. nothing doing. Falls incomplete. Yeah. Redskins win 20 to 17 in OT. Humble young man. UT quarterback. Dallas Cowboys quarterback. Hey, if you're in Texas, you're he's sort playing, of happy, right? Colt McCoy there, 17 and a half points in his first start for the Redskins. Alfred Morris got you just about 15 there. Deshaun Jackson with a 100-yard game. And DeMarco Murray, well, like DeMarco Murray has done all season long with the 20-plus points. So let's get things started with the big story of the night. Tony Romo knocked out of the game in the third quarter with a back contusion. He did, however, return at the end of the fourth. The Cowboys have a matchup with the Cardinals next week. So the question is, looks like Romo's going to play. How worried should we be? Well, I would definitely be keeping tabs on his status throughout the week because it's a good matchup. In Dallas, Arizona's defense is all banged up right now. Patrick Peterson got hurt in week eight. So if Romo is going to start with six teams on a Bayak bar, I say you play him because the matchup is good. I hate that and, view and, and, and of Romo on the ground as a Cowboys and, and fan. And let me also say this about Tony Romo as well. Tony Romo is, is a tough quarterback, and that's a hard injury to play with. We see that right there. That's a hell of a contusion right there to get in your back, and that can be difficult for him to throw. But when you get a quarterback like that lobbying the doctor and you win that lobby to get back on the field, that's the commitment that you know that he's going to give to your fantasy team and to the stars well, the on his helmet. Played with a punctured lung, with uh, two surgeries in his I, back. I, I, I love that. And, and that Cardinals defense has not been very good against no. the past this no. season. So even when Romo went out, though, DeMarco Murray uh, did not look like he was slowing down at all, even when the defense adjusted because they knew Brandon Whedon wasn't going to be pushing that ball downfield. Didn't matter. Yeah, yeah, it didn't. I mean, because, you know, what else do you say about DeMarco Murray? We've seen it all. I mean, as far as we're concerned, every single week looks like deja vu. Like, I've seen this before, 100 yards. I've seen this before, touchdown. I've seen this before. I'm, I'm good in the passing game as well. When you give him that open space, DeMarco Murray is going to continue continue to produce, and I think we can just wash out the health concerns yeah. for DeMarco Murray. Well, I mean, look, the, 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 the carries are adding up, that's for sure. When you're when you're sneaking up on 400, you get a little bit worried, but but let me tell you one thing about DeMarco hard. Murray. He takes care of his body. I, I've got buddies on this team, 
Barry Church is one of my good friends on this team. And I can tell you, this guy puts a lot of attention yeah. into taking care of his body. Nobody denied the talent when he came out of Oklahoma. They were just worried about his history of injuries. Doesn't matter. He's on your team. You're starting him every week. If he gets hurt, he gets hurt. It's in called the ART. What's ART. ART. Yes, that's the, that's the method that they use to take care of their body. Oh, okay. Not just a massage. Uh, it's just art, like a work of art. Watching yeah, a really well. On the other side of the ball, uh, Alfred Morris did find pay dirt for the first time since week four. So, Akbar, you were excited about uh, Alfred Morris in this particular contest, and you're excited about him moving forward. Yeah, you better believe this is my running back, and I've been faithful to Alfred Morris playing him every single week. I've not wavered from him, and I believe that he was going to continue to get down the process. Yeah, he started off slow, and there was some up and down there with Alfred Morris, but this is a perfect game to show K his throwback mentality and his ability to continue to get into the end zone. All right, let's uh, move on to Deshaun Jackson. He would go over the 100-yard mark for the third time in the last four games. Sell high or start him every week with a new quarterback back there. You know me, Money. I'm always looking to make a trade, so I would sell high on Deshaun Jackson, but you've got to give it to him. He's been very consistent in three of his last four games, like we said, over 100 yards. Earlier in the year, he was a little bit less consistent, but if you could pull the trigger here on a deal... Upgrade at running back, upgrade at quarterback, whatever you might need right now. I have Deshaun Jackson. Can Deshaun I him Jackson. Right here on there? We can talk about it. Okay, I have Deshaun Jackson. We're going to make, we, make we, a trade. We can talk All about right. it. What do you need, Akbar? Uh, you know, I need help. <laughs> I need another, I need another receiver. I need a running back. I mean, uh, I'm all about receivers that can get you six or seven points in one throw. I and need, that is what I, I, I Deshaun Jackson has done his entire career. And that's how you sell yeah. him. And you know what? It's impacted Pierre Garcon. We, we wondered how it, would ha- how it would happen if it would affect Pierre, who was one of the most, I think he was the most targeted wide receiver last year, and certainly it has had a major impact on Well, him. I think we all knew that coming into the season that Pierre Garcon was not going to duplicate what he did last year because Jackson's in the mix. Remember, they brought in Andre Roberts. Santana Moss is still there. Now they have Jordan Reed back. Niles Paul, there's a lot of mouths to feed in that passing game, and they're going deep several times a game, but they're going to Deshaun Jackson, who can take the top off of defense. So Garcon right now, he's just a matchup-based starter, and honestly, had he not scored that late touchdown a couple of weeks ago, Nothing. he'd be on a bad yeah, and he streak. can get open to Sean Jackson can get open a lot quicker than Pierre Garcon can, and that's why when he gets off the line there and he zooms by, before you even think to make a read towards Pierre Garcon, you're looking at Deshaun Jackson. He's wide open, and that's why he's affected so much. All right, coming up, Marcus Grant unveils his Week 8 fantasy breakdown. See which target and touch leaders caught his eye and what it means for your rosters. Plus, we head to the Twitterverse to find out which players helped fans the most this weekend. Week 8 fantasy game changers on the way. This is NFL Fantasy Live. It's time now for Game Changers, presented by Bose. All right, this season, we look to you, our audience, for help to decide which performances made the biggest impact for your fantasy teams. You can always tweet us. Use the hashtag GameChangers, and we just may feature your tweet on an episode of NFL Fantasy Live, like we're about to do right now for some of you, the lucky fans. All right, Fabs, get us started. Tom Brady, did he uh, do anything particular week. <laughs> he has been unreal. And, and when you look at what he did or didn't do in the first four weeks of the season, to see what he's done lately is unreal. 14 touchdown passes, no turnovers in his last three games. Last week, five touchdowns against the Chicago Bears. Matt Money Smith, I know you have him I do. on our NFL Fantasy Live League. You and you're trade trying coming. to trade him because you have Drew Brees. Brady has been a godsend for people who needed a quarterback, especially for those who picked him up off the waiver wire when people dropped him after four weeks. Akbar, uh, let's move to another member of Mike Smith's Tivas, my fantasy team, Mark 
Ingram that had himself a week. Yeah, he's a big-time running back now all of a sudden. But you remember back during the preseason in the beginning part of the year, we were all so high on Mark Ingram. Like, this is a different Mark Ingram. Then he went through his little injury bout. And it's weird how injuries make you forget. But what he did against the Green Bay Packers was huge. When you give a running back the ball 24 times and he produces 7.2 yards per carry, that's change that you can believe in. And that's why he's a game-changer. And I think you can continue to depend on him because he, he well, the best the, the Saints have looked all season. Absolutely. That offense was the best they have looked all season. They're Expect rocking. the formula to continue. Yeah, Foster, uh, arguably one of the sketchiest first-round draft picks this year. But, man, is it paying dividends for those who took him. It has. He was a risk-reward proposition, and the reward has been great right now, Money, especially over the last few weeks. Eight touchdowns in his last four games. That's most in the National Football League. Last week, 173 scrimmage yards, three touchdowns, over 35 fantasy points. I was lucky enough to trade Arian to get Arian Foster in a trade for Jimmy Graham a couple of weeks ago, and I'll tell you something right now: I'm loving my backfield yeah, right now. Former number one overall pick in fantasy drafts, and he is playing that way right now. Jeremy Macklin, who uh, literally took a spill in uh, this game against the Cardinals, he far. did. Yeah, and Macklin. Macklin actually has been one of the more underrated draft bargains in fantasy football this year. Wasn't drafted as a one or a two. He was more of a high three, but he's playing like an elite one right now. He is staying healthy. He's in a contract year, and Deshaun Jackson's in Washington. So Macklin is now the go-to guy in that offense for Nick Foles. Yeah, he's well, going to continue to be the go-to guy, especially if they're playing off on him like you see in that film. What about the – we're going to talk a defense here. How about the Dolphins' defense doing damage for people that started him against Jacksonville and that – Terrible Blake Bortles. Yeah, it was. And you got to give credit to the defensive coordinator, Kevin Coyle, who just brought a lot of pressure towards the young quarterback, confused him. But the pressure that they were de- be able to they were able to develop up front with just a four-man rush, being able to beat the man in front of you, that's the type of points you're going to be able to. You're going to be able to continue to get double-digit points when you get guys like Cameron Wake that can be able to beat his guy one-on-one. And then you look at the pressure, dialing up that pressure, and then your guys like Brent Grimes being able to capitalize and take it to the house. They had two pick sixes in that game. That's yeah. huge. Look, Blake Bortles for all the excitement surrounding how good he looks out there. Man, has he turned the ball over. And Start awful. the Bengals <laughs> there you this go. week. Start the Bengals this week. <laughs> that was Game Changers presented by Bose. For more now, we throw it over to Adam and Marcus. Thanks, Money. I am here with NFL.com fantasy editor Marcus Grant. And every week on NFL.com, Marcus, you write a column called Breakdown. Now, I checked out the Tom Petty version of that song. <laughs> Didn't care for it either. But tell us a little bit about this column. Well, it's every week looking at the guys who got targets, who got touches, guys who get opportunities because you can't get fantasy points without the football. All right, well, let's take a look at the guys who are the most targeted on Sunday, and we have that list for you right here. The aforementioned Jeremy Macklin leading the way with 16 targets. Keenan Allen, for as much as we talk about the Chargers, as much as Keenan Allen has bummed us out, still targeted an awful lot. 13 targets, more importantly, nine receptions there. Pretty good ratio for him. But talking about people who have been bumming us out, we can't start that conversation without Cordero Patterson. We cannot. But Cordero Patterson, we said it during the week last week that if he couldn't get going against the Buccaneers, then it was never going to happen. And he finally actually did something. He had, you see, the 12 targets there. He put up 9.6 fantasy points. I know he still can't get to double digits. But they're at least putting, they're, they're throwing the ball in his direction, and that's a positive sign. This week, uh, another potentially favorable matchup coming for Patterson, so maybe you give him another shot as a flex guy, especially with, as maybe you've heard, six teams on a bye. Uh, you know, but you got to think that this is one of those weeks where Patterson is a matchup-based option because right now, that's really all you can use him as. There was a kid on Twitter 
Sunday morning, he said, should I start Hakeem Nix or Dante Moncrief? And I was like, you know what? Go with Nix. And then I changed my mind. I said, no, go with Moncrief. How did he do this week? He did very well this week. You see that? Seven catches, 113 yards, and a touchdown. Sometimes targets and receptions say less about the player that's getting them and more about the guys who aren't getting them. And on a week when Reggie Wayne wasn't available for the Colts, where was Hakeem Nix? He was nowhere to be found. He was not a part of the game plan. Instead, it was Dante Moncrief. So I don't know that you run out and you stash this guy right away because you just don't know if this continues. But I think this says that you can certainly say goodbye to Hakeem Nix. All right. Now let's take a look here. You've got the brains. I've got the list here of the most backfield opportunities. <laughs> Explain to us a little bit what this means. It is just chances to get the football in your hands as a running back, whether rushing attempts or pass targets, just any time the ball comes in your atmosphere. Le'Veon Bell, does he have the brawn? He does. He has the brawn, the brawn and the brains. He's got all of it. <laughs> I, and I, I, I've developed a man crush, a fantasy a man crush bit. on Le'Veon Bell the last few weeks. The Steelers are finally getting the ball to him as many times as I think they should. I think he should be in the range of 25 to 30 touches a game. It happened on Sunday in the big win over the Colts, and I've been saying it all week. As long as the Steelers keep feeding Le'Veon Bell, fantasy owners will continue to eat. One of the most heated discussions here in the newsroom was who was going to get the ball the most? Anthony Dixon, Bryce Brown. How did it play out on Sunday? On Sunday, it was all about Anthony Dixon. He had the 22 carries, only just 44 yards, so didn't much happen there. Although I felt like this was the week that Dixon was going to be the leading rusher in terms of touches for the Buffalo Bills. But I do think going forward, that's going to shift a little bit. I think it's going to be Bryce Brown. I know he wasn't great on Sunday either, but he's the more dynamic back. He's the shiftier, faster back for Buffalo, and I think he's going to start taking the bulk of those carries. Soon. I am. I, I dropped him on Sunday. I was watching. I needed to pick up a kicker. I should go get him back. You should go get him back. All right. So where can we find that column again? We can find it at NFL.com slash targets. All right. Good stuff from you, Marcus. Now, still to come. Are you bold enough to trade away Peyton Manning? And what can you really get for him? Well, stick around to see what our experts say is the key to executing a blockbuster deal. And up next, we're diving into the waiver wire to find that missing piece for your championship run. This is NFL Fantasy Live. This one's over. And it cuts me. Back pylon. Touchdown to Chase Samaro. All right, welcome back to NFL Fantasy Live presented by Bose. Gentlemen, there are plenty of good players, remarkably so, still available in most leagues on the waiver wire. So let's get to the targets we like for this week. If you need a running back, Marcus, where are we going? I'm going to Jonas Gray. And I know I am the leading proponent of Bellatrix around here, but... <laughs> Say, take this with a grain of salt. One, you're not really going to play Jonas Gray this week because the matchup against the Broncos is not a good one. But with the running back situation being as it is in New England, this is a guy who's going to get touches. He's going to get opportunities behind Shane Vereen. Last week actually had more carries than Shane Vereen did. So this is an opportunity to get a guy who's going to see a lot of action here. Again, he's a matchup-based play. This is not a matchup I like this week against the Denver Broncos, but I like Jonas Gray as a pickup and stash for later weeks. Yeah, and you mentioned it. They jumped on the Bears so fast that perhaps those touches were inflated a little bit because, well, I don't know, Tom Brady had five right. touchdown passes. <laughs> uh, how about Jason Morrow? Hey, we're, we're talking about a Jet Fabs? We are, 
and you're going to hear this a lot. There are six teams on a bye this week, which means sometimes you have to go to the bottom of the barrel to scrape up a starter off the waiver wire. Well, Amaro, his hands aren't the greatest in the world, but he does have 22 targets in his last three weeks, 18 catches in those three games, and he's playing the Chiefs this week. They've allowed the fifth most fantasy points at tight ends in the last two weeks. I think that's part of the reason why Lance Kendricks was a sleeper of Adam Ranks last week. So, if you need a tight end, especially in a PPR league, Amaro's the good click. Well, uh, Fabs, you threw it to Rank. Rank, you're right. going with Shoelace. I'm going to go with Denard Robinson, I think because I swung and missed so hard with Toby Gerhardt, which, you know, yeah, welcome serves to the me. Club. It happens. You know, this is what happens when you trust a Norco high guy. I should have never done that. I should have been oh, looking at Robinson. football <laughs> rivalries. Still coming. I'm not yeah, letting it go. Still comes. And you know what? But Denard Robinson has played well in back-to-back weeks. He does a lot of great things on the field. He's so versatile. He can run. He can catch. He can also throw if you need him to as well. So he's somebody, again, six teams on a bye. It's not a lot out there. Denard hey, Robinson, go pick him up. Next year in your fantasy league, have a, a slot for offensive weapon. That's what they like to call him down there, right? All right, Absolutely. Marcus, uh, let's go to that wide receiver position. Did this, did this guy do anything on Sunday? Uh, he did a little bit of something, yeah. Martavis Bryant, who actually the last two weeks has had uh, some touchdowns, three touchdowns in his last two games. And we expected Marcus Wheaton maybe to be a sleeper, a breakout guy. It hasn't really happened. And now this Bryant kid is coming out of nowhere and making plays. He's a great deep threat, which is saying a lot on a team that has Antonio Brown on it. But he's getting down the field. He's getting behind defenders. And Roethlisberger is finding him. Now, if we could just get Ben Roethlisberger to throw for 522 every week, Bryant would be a minute. star. Yeah, you know? Chances are if they went to college at Clemson, just pick him up. Just That's the way this league right. is going this year. <laughs> ODB here for you, Fabs. A lot of people did not pick him up last week because the Giants were on a bye. Obviously, couldn't help you. So he's still available in over 70% of NFL.com leagues. He has three touchdowns in four games. Uh, this is a guy that you could pick up and play this week on Monday Night Football because, again, six teams on a bye. If you're in a 12-team league, a 14-team league, all of a sudden, Beckham has starting value as a three or a flex. And you mentioned Jay Samaro and his suspect hands. ODB, some of the strongest hands in all of college football last year, which always comes in handy in the red zone for Eli Manning. Uh, another jag? Yeah. Another jag, I'm huh? Gonna, I'm going to double down on my boys from Duval County. Jag. Of course, you know, and here's the thing. It's a lot of jag talk there. And we're also talking a lot of rookies here. I think we can throw out the notion that rookie receivers cannot come in and contribute. They've been doing very well, and one who has kind of flown underneath the radar is Robinson because the Jags have not been playing up to my lofty expectations for them this season. But, you know, as you see right there, receiving touchdowns in back-to-back games, he's become the top go-to guy. And the Jags are going to be in a lot of games where they're going to have to throw the ball a ton to stay competitive. And although... Blake Bortles is going through some growing pains right now. There's going to be a hey, lot of opportunity After for he Robinson. got those uh, two pick sixes out of his system, Adam. Hey. Alan Robinson was your guy. That's Fabs, science. Fabs, you're getting sneaky here on us, huh? Well, I got sneaky about nine weeks ago and picked this guy up in every league he was available. But right now is the time to get Gordon if he's still a free agent. Right now, he's available in over 60% of NFL.com leagues. It's the number one wide receiver in fantasy football last year, Money and in the NFL Fantasy Live League, we're going to be talking about trades coming up in the next segment. I have Josh Gordon in that league on my bench, which means that I have really good depth at wide receiver, so I can make a trade. You can pick up Josh Gordon right now and trade him to that, someone who needs a wide that receiver. That first week back. Hope he has a big one, and there you go. And you've got Great him bait. for the fantasy playoffs. Well, speaking of uh, the way you operate your fantasy live team, let's get a look at how Michael Fabiano's top 10 waiver wire targets for week nine. Look, a lot of the names that we just talked about, a lot of wide receivers uh, in there. If you need one, Brandon LaFellow, Dale Beckham at the top. You see Allen Robinson and, of course, running back depth always an issue because of attrition. 
action. So there you go. Get a look at them all at NFL.com. If you want to know whom to drop to make room for all these waiver wire targets, well, be sure to visit NFL.com slash now. You download the app for free, and we will tell you which players to Give him, the old, uh, give him the old boot there to make room for all those Jags that Adam ranked last. Like. So that is exclusively for <laughs> NFL Now viewers. All right. With a uh, whopping six teams on by in week nine, odds are your fantasy squad's going to be hurting. But the aforementioned Adam Rank is here to bail you out Ooh, with his list right. of week nine sleepers. Get on a move there, uh, Adam, right after this. Still to come on NFL Fantasy Live, we've got the perfect answer to your bi-week blues. Find out which sleeping giants we expect to wake up and wreak havoc come Sunday. Plus, we honor the fantasy phenoms of the first half of the season with our midseason fantasy awards. And the winner is going to be revealed later, so stick around. Plus, we'll go off the deep end and dive even further into that waiver wire. Don't miss whom we say is going to make a big splash in week nine. NFL Fantasy Live rolls on. Welcome back to NFL Fantasy Live, the official fantasy football show of the NFL. Matt Money Smith here with Akbar and Fabs. Remember, you can always hit us up with any of your questions at, well, not any question, any fantasy question. Let's just <laughs> limit it to that at NFL Fantasy. Guys, we're going to uh, do some trade talk. It is the Let's trading season okay. in the NFL. These uh, are trades that are actually being proposed right now in our Fantasy Live League. Fabs, you are trying to swing a deal. With America's team, and America's team is run by you, the viewers, the fans. So let's break it down. What are you offering? What do you want back? Well, I am offering Russell Wilson, who right now is fifth in fantasy points among quarterbacks, and Demarius Thomas, who's one of the best wide receivers in fantasy football, for Peyton Manning. Okay, so you need a number one quarterback. You have Russell Wilson, he's top five. I want an upgraded quarterback, and Russell's been great. I have really good depth at wide receiver. I've also got Alshon Jeffrey, T.Y. Hilton. I've got Josh Gordon waiting in the wings. I've got Mike Wallace on my bench as well. So this is how I roll. This is how I win leagues money is by adding better pieces through depth. And I've got depth at wide receiver, and it's added that Russell Wilson is one of the five best quarterbacks in fantasy. So – I think this is a great deal you know, for Fabs, America. You know, Fabs, I, I would say this is a fair trade. And the reason why I say it, and I don't always do business with you, but if I were America's team, I'd say I'd take this. Now, I would say you're giving up a little bit too much to get Peyton Manning because, like you just mentioned, Russell Wilson's a top-tier quarterback. Now, again, you're going to have to make that trade because he's such a name brand and he's a top-tier quarterback. You're going to have to give that up, and so there's going to be that small hole. But I think this is a fair trade. A both party wins no, here. No, I guess if I were America's team, the one thing I would be wary of is they need running back help. When you look at the running backs on their roster, Chris Ivory, Brandon Oliver, their starters, I would almost be more apt to maybe go with Marshawn Lynch. But, right, I have also offered that trade as well. So, if America doesn't want Demarius Thomas, I've said you can have Marshawn Lynch. So, Russell Wilson, Marshawn Lynch for Peyton Manning. But if you go to Fantasy Genius right now and vote, it looks like you guys want Demarius Thomas and not Marshawn Lynch. So, both of those offers are out there Take which one you like, All right. and hopefully we can swing well, a deal. Let me just add this to it. The reason why I like the Demarius Thomas better than I do like the Marshawn Lynch, like you look at that Dallas game that they had, and it, what was it, the, the other game was against Carolina, where both guys didn't have good production. So now you lose. You play both of those guys in your lineup, and so it, it's just kind of you, you got to give a better chance. Well, one thing Demar- I will you get say a better chance with Demarius in, about Demarius is if you don't want to trade Peyton Manning because you think he's going to put up huge points, well, you get Demarius Thomas. So, right. so you, you get, get all of Peyton's big points through yep. Demarius Thomas, right. uh, number one quarterback in Russell Wilson, who's top five right now. I think those both make sense. All right. Um, remember, fans, you can always vote for who America's team starts and sits. And more importantly, you can vote on whether or not to accept trades proposed by. I don't know. 
little squirrely. This guy I'm over giving here. away a NFL.com slash America's team. See if you have what it takes. To beat the experts. Did they give you a counter trade at all? Did they offer uh, anything? They have not. They They have have not. not. Right now, again, they liked Marius Thomas and Russell Wilson. All right. Uh, I'm trying to swing a deal. I've been trying to swing this deal now for three weeks. Oh, boy. With our man James Coe. I don't trust Uh, him. How about Tom Brady? I have Tom Brady and Drew Brees, so I need to get rid of one of them. I have a plethora of QB1s. How did you acquire Tom Brady? Picked him up off the waiver wire. You dropped him? Uh, James Coe. I love this deal. So I am offering (laughs) him Tom Brady and Mark Ingram, who is back, healthy, just put up a monster week for the New Orleans Saints against the Packers. I need a tight end desperately, so I'm asking for Julius Thomas and Ahmad Bradshaw. I give up a back. I give up the most productive quarterback over the last four weeks in football, and I get back my starting tight end, Julius Thomas, and I get back Ahmad Bradshaw. I to think fill this the hole. is a fair deal. I think this no is way. brilliant, Maddie. brilliant by Matt Money Smith because he's trading away a guy he picked up off the waiver wire for two studs to help him at other positions. This is why Matt Money Smith wins fantasy leagues. Well, first off, look, Mark Ingram has not been a consistent running back. So now all of a sudden you've got a, a, a he's been Mark Ingram in there. Been active. Yep. Yeah, if you look if you look at the way Ahmad Bradshaw has been playing, Ahmad Bradshaw has been playing lights out. He has been consistent every single week sure. since Trent Richardson stepped foot and the, for the uh, Indianapolis Colts. And when you're giving that up, if you're to do a redraft right now, you look at Julius Thomas, Ahmad Bradshaw. Those guys are going okay. above and be, before. What if I were to tell you this, Akbar? What if I were to tell you that James Coe is currently starting Carson? Palmer as his quarterback, and his starting running backs are Andre Ellington and Gio Bernard. So he has no issues at the running back position. He desperately needs a QB1. If I take Julius Thomas off his team, he's got Dwayne Allen to slide in right there. So he's covered, but he needs a quarterback if he is going to get into the playoffs and make a run in the postseason. Well, we, we've seen good Tom Brady <laughs> and we've seen bad Tom Brady. I'm not convinced that that's the right pick for right, I'm going to, let's say, let's say, let's he, say he, James Cole. high. James Coe takes your terrible advice. Uh, My second one is going to my man E.H. Elliott Harrison. If Coe won't do this deal, he needs a quarterback as well. Uh, So I am offering him Tom Brady and Eddie Lacy for Arian Foster. Another great move. This is what I like to do. You've got depth there at quarterback. You can throw him another running back who's pretty good, and then you get an elite player in exchange. That's great. Yeah, That's I'm, the old two-for-one model. I'm, I'm with you on this trade. I mean, okay. for, for once, you got it right. The other one, it was snaky. You know, I'm, snaky. I'm real skeptical you when it comes to trade. You call me a snake oil salesman? I'm a skeptical person when it comes to trading, but I think you're giving, uh, I mean, two decent players to be able to get Arian Foster. That's what he demands. If you're going to get the, his production, I know DeMarco Murray's been getting a lot of the, 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 the limelight here in fantasy, but, but Arian Foster. He's coming out he, strong. Yeah, he's strong right now. All right. For more on some possible Week 9 sleepers, time to throw it over. To Adam Rank. Thanks, guys. Wow, that seems like an awful lot of work to try to take down the champ, but whatever. Every week, though, let's move on to the sleepers. I give you about 11 who can help you win your matchup. That comes out on Wednesday. But right now, I'm going to give you a special preview with three guys because, well, I'm awesome. We start at the quarterback position with Alex Smith. And I'm not even going to look at what Alex Smith did last week. I'm just going to assume he did very well against St. Louis. And wait, our researcher, Kareen, has just handed me the stats, and wow. They weren't good. It's cool, though. The Chiefs were in control early and didn't need Smith to do a whole lot. But I do like the matchup this week against the Jets. I'm not sure if Smith is going to be four touchdowns good against New York like Kyle Orton. But we have, like, what, 84 quarterbacks on a bye this week. So you could do much worse. Although, you might want to check that last number. All right. Let's move on to the wide receiver position at Browns pass catcher Andrew Hawkins. You think it's going to be tough for quarterbacks this week? Just think of all the big-name receivers on your bench with the Packers and Bears and hibernation. And... 
All right, sorry I said that. But anyways, that's why I'm going to look at Hawkins, who has been pretty good over the last couple of weeks. People want to knock him because of his size, but all he does is put up points week after week like he has done the last two weeks. That should continue against the Bucs, who have allowed the second most points to receivers this year. And if playing a Cleveland Browns receiver isn't your particular brand of vodka, how about Doug Baldwin? He didn't have a great game against the Panthers, but thankfully the news gets worse because even though the team is going up against the Raiders, this isn't the best matchup for him either. So why would I be advocating him? Well, again, you don't have a lot of options, but Baldwin has been the most targeted receiver for the Seahawks this season, which is really all you can ask for when, again, you have six teams on a bye. So those are some of my sleepers right now. If you want to check out the full column, be sure to look up NFL.com slash ranks 11. And uh, look, we go way back from the thing, and I owe you from the guy and all that stuff, and I'll never forget it, but uh, I'll see you when I see you. Actually, that'll be the next block. Let's go. Still to come. It's award season here at NFL Fantasy Live. We're halfway through the year, so we're handing out our hardware for the top waiver wire pickup in Fantasy Rookie of the Year right after this. All this week, we are giving out some midseason fantasy awards as voted on by you, the fans, at NFL.com. We need your help to decide who should get the hardware for MVP, draft, bargain, biggest bust, and more. So help us out. Vote at NFL.com slash fantasy awards. Welcome back to NFL Fantasy Live, presented by Bose. Matt Moneysmith here, Akbar, Fabs, and Marcus. And we got a couple to treat midseason fantasy awards to give away. So let's get started with the waiver wire pickup of the year. Nominees, please. Justin Forsett looks as though he may have settled in as hey, the number hey, one hey. back in Baltimore. Ahmad Bradshaw, he's been hot so far this season. And, of course, Steve Smith Sr. doing big work up in Baltimore. If you're in Charlotte, just ask him. He'll let you know. I think he wants you to mow his lawn at his Charlotte home. I believe that's what he said. All right, uh, Fabs, get us started with our first nominee, Justin Forsett. And Justin Forsett wasn't even on the radar in fantasy drafts. I mean, we're talking about a guy who was so far off the radar that people did not even have them on their cheat sheet. But right now, he's been one of the 10 best running backs in fantasy football, averaging over five yards a carry. That's a very impressive number. 706 scrimmage yards this season, sixth most among running backs so far this year. And to be quite honest with you, I don't know if Forsett's doing well in fantasy says more about him or more about the state of the running back position this season, but Forsett has become an every-week starter. Well, to Indianapolis and Ahmad Bradshaw, sunk cost, a first-round pick in Trent Richardson, and he cannot get on the field and usurp the number one back spot from Ahmad Bradshaw, Marcus. Right, and it looked like Richardson was going to get an opportunity to really perform this year. Bradshaw was sort of a stopgap measure for Indianapolis, and a lot of fantasy owners were worried about how he would rebound after the neck injury last year, but he's been fantastic. It helps that he's a red zone target for Andrew Luck. It certainly helps that he's playing in one of the league's most dynamic offenses with a young quarterback who's among the best in the league. But Ahmad Bradshaw has been an absolute find and gold off the waiver wire. This All year. right, to the receiver position and Steve Smith Sr. back to the Ravens. You know what, Marcus, I'm going to one-up you. You said gold. What about platinum? That's, that, that, I think that's more <laughs> expensive than gold, maybe. Okay, maybe Rare I metal that conversation. But, but here's what I'm saying. When you look at Steve Smith, he has been a diamond. He's been all the other stuff. For, for Joe Flacco, his production. You talk about the 100-yard games he's had, the touchdowns. He's already had four touchdowns. Last couple of seasons, he had four, four touchdowns. He's been impressive. He's the new Smith. He's the real Smith that they wanted in Baltimore. He should be the waiver wire pickup of the year. No doubt about it. Well, uh, you know, family members, so certainly you know who I'm pulling for, but I have to as I drop an envelope on the floor. Here we go. This is your uh, waiver wire son. winner. You have voted at NFL. It's Ice Up, son. What? Yeah. 
It's Ice Up Sun. All right, Ice Up Sun. You just sun somebody. Not hey, Bradshaw. Hey, there you go. Well, there you can see it. I can see it. Bust. Don't like you. Don't like you at all. All right, I'm going to pick up it's the uh, really rookie hard. of the year. Here we go. It's really Bradshaw. Your yeah. midseason fantasy waiver wire pickup of the year. And as we talked in an earlier segment, why I'm trying to pluck him off of James Coe's roster. Come on, Coe. Do the deal already. We ready for our next award, gentlemen? Let's, let's, do, it. let's yeah. do it. Next midseason award is for, as we, well, you know what? We should celebrate Ahmad Bradshaw a little bit more. But uh, rookie of the year. Here are your nominees. Calvin Benjamin, the rookie wide receiver, first-round pick out of Florida State. Sammy Watkins, the rookie first-round pick receiver out of Clemson of the Buffalo Bills. And... Well, plucked off the Indianapolis Colts after they cut him. Undrafted free agent Buffalo Bowl, Brandon Oliver. Kelvin Benjamin will get us started, and that means you, Marcus, touting how good he is. Remember at the start of the year when we all said the Carolina Panthers didn't have any receivers? They let everybody go. Steve Smith was gone. And who would that. Cam Newton throw to? Look at this I guess we right discounted Kelvin Benjamin. He's a big body receiver who really knows how to get between the ball and the defender. And Cam Newton has built a rapport with him. He's looking in the direction of number 13, a big, strong dude with big hands. And he's basically doing with the Panthers what he did during his time at Florida State, making big catches and taking that big hit right there. How about yeah. sound effects provided by... I feel like I'm watching the movie Up and you're like that weird bird making all these noises next to Did me. you see the way he just uh, Sammy Watkins, Fabs. Good week to talk about Watkins. He has been as good as advertised. Now he has had sort of a roller coaster season up and down and I would give him a little bit of advice. Sammy, when you get to the end zone, then celebrate, oh. not before. If he had scored that touchdown, that's even more fantasy points for Watkins. And I would say that he'd have to be the favorite over a Kelvin Benjamin and Brandon Oliver. But he has been the playmaker the Bills hoped he was going to be at the NFL level. I don't know. He only averaged 52 and a half yards per reception last week. Uh, how about Brandon Oliver? Is this your guy? This is your guy? I, I love Brandon Oliver. Look at that little lightning bolt. Look at him. Just runs in zigzag just like the logo on his head. He came out, took over for Ryan Matthews and I don't think anyone hesitated in realizing his talent right away, the way he hides behind his offensive lineman and then boom, just explode on you. Brandon Oliver, if he's not the rookie of the year, then what? I, I am going to. I don't, know. I'm not gonna, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what I'm going to do. Well, you, you're going to drink three more. No, 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 no. He's got to be. In. I mean, we love him. He, it's, it's, Look, I like. Well, it's I love the baby over. blues. I love the number 43. I love that he came in against the Jets and put up 30 points in that first game. But and you know, like, and his trajectory also, is going no, down. But you also love that he, he's the, he's the top hey, rookie running back listen, of the year. You're trying to call out our fans. We ask them to vote. They do. And you're <laughs> they, saying they know uh, me. Me and the fans were cool. They this know is, me. This, is a, this is a meritocracy. If he deserves what's, what's it, then he'll get here? it. All right, another drum roll. I'm gonna get it right this time. Is it right set up? Yeah, there we go. All right. Kelvin hey, Benjamin. Hey, hey, now, hey. Kelvin Benjamin. How do you feel about that? Uh, I'm happy for Kelvin. Yeah. We're the same height. Yeah. <laughs> really? Well, Kelvin Benjamin and I are not the same height. He's probably about as, <laughs> twice as big as I am, but he does deserve it. I, I think if Sammy Watkins scores that touchdown against the Jets, then maybe I'm going with Watkins, but Benjamin has been more consistent. Certainly. He's putting up points every single week for your fantasy team. And do you remember when they drafted him and everyone was like, Kelvin Benjamin, really? 
Wow. He was just, he you know, been great. He said he was too raw. Yeah, the dude is a baller. Had the high, he, had he's the a number one. This play right here said it all for oh, me. Ridiculous. You're going, going up against two, two, two yeah. big time. That's yeah, only Richard back. Sherman and Earl Thomas. Yeah, just big those guys. Deal. And got it at the top. Oh, <laughs> I mean, it was deal. beautiful. All right, look, beautiful. we've got uh, plenty more mid season fantasy awards that we are giving out this week. Here is a look at tomorrow's awards and nominees. We'll start with the. Uh, Spot start of the midseason. Matt Asiata with a 28 there. How about Flacco with that? Can we just get Flacco's first quarter against the Bucs and maybe make that? Larry Dinell, of course, famously not starting himself when he put up 23 points. And then we're going to do the bust. Uh, We got to do the bust of the year. Uh, Oh, that hurts to see Cordero. Zach Stacy and Keenan. Man, Cordero's got more points than Keenan Allen. Ow. Maybe, uh, who knows? Maybe you could win the award for best waiver wire pickup. By snagging any one of these guys. We've got a brand new batch of waiver targets fresh for the picking right after this. With NFL Now, never miss another game highlight ever. Subscribe today and you'll get instant game highlights on all your devices. Download the NFL Now app today. Learn more at NFL.com slash now. Welcome back to NFL Fantasy Live, presented by Bose. It's a great thing we're on camera, so I don't have to watch these guys talk about uh, clean and jerk and doing bench and squats. We're here with everybody, and we're going to talk about lift, bro? enough deep waiver seconds. wires. That's <laughs> what we're talking about. The targets for Week Nine. Marcus, get us started. I'm going with Lorenzo Talaferro because Bernard Pierce was a healthy scratch last week. Talaferro comes in off the bench. Vultures a couple touchdowns away from Justin Forsett. And as long as the Ravens are going away from Bernard Pierce, Talaferro is going to be that backup guy. And on a week where there aren't a lot of guys available because of buys, it's not a bad option. All right, Lee Haney, uh, deep waiver. What do you got? That's you, Akbar. <laughs> oh, well, oh, you, you, let me tell you something. I like him after Percy Harvin left. I mean, he's that number two guy now. We saw the production that he gave against the Broncos and the Cowboys. Booyah. What was that? Hey, uh, hey Flex Wheeler. <laughs> uh, I didn't even know who we were I talking you were about. I thought you were going to go Jake Cutler. No, no you're going Jay Flex Cutler. Wheeler. What yeah, do you I'm got, gonna go with, I'm going to go with Tim Wright here. The Patriots have wanted to run that two tight end set again. And, you know, we saw a little bit about it against the Bears. But he's somebody, again, if you need a wide, uh, wide receiver, if you need a tight end, go pick him up. Yeah, sadly, I dropped him a couple. It yeah, never blame. fails with Tim Wright. That's <laughs> what he got. Charles Sims. Now, if you need a running back this week and Doug Martin isn't inactive, you're going to pick up Bobby Rainey. But Charles Sims is the guy for the long-term play. Right now, he is a guy who is on the injured reserve list, but he can come back very soon. I like this guy long-term. Well, you guys talk about preacher curls. I'll mention I like that big body of Dante Moncrief. Uh, A lot of people's favorite receiver coming into the draft last season, what he can do with Andrew Luck. So if he's available, go ahead and pick up that Colts receiver. And that is going to do it for us today. Make sure you tune in tomorrow for all of Michael Fabiano's starts and sits for Week 9. We'll see you then. You go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. They say every dog has its day, but when you're Lulu and your parents drive a Camry, every day is your day. The roomy rear seat is the perfect, whoa, is that the dog park? Backseat besties, it's a Camry vibe. The all-new, all-hybrid Camry. Toyota, 
let's go places. Your credit card should match your lifestyle. At Kemba Financial Credit Union, choose a card with benefits that work for you. For a limited time, all cards have 2% cash back on purchases and 0% interest on balance transfers for a year. Apply at Kemba.org. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024.